Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. This is Justin Monorail, and joining me today at the table is Chicken Nugget himself. Yes, I am Chicken Nugget. You were supposed to say your name this time. I was trying to trick you. It was like reverse psychology. That's not going to work. Oh, oh well. Nice try. It's Garrett Monorail. Garrett Monorail is here, and he is the only regular Chicken Nugget attendee today because... This is a very special episode for number 43. If you all are aware of the calendar, as you should be, you should know this is Valentine's week. And I hope I'm not breaking any news for you because you're way behind the eight ball at this point. You should have already made plans and you should have bought the roses, bought the candles, bought the candles. Well, candles, maybe the chocolates, the champagne, Pogne. The, the champagne. So uh, hopefully you've already taken care of that. But, uh, but if not, get on it today. You still got some time. We have a very special episode planned for you today. I had to call in some big guns to help me out with this. I called in the special forces. I, I basically, I blew in the conch shell and I assembled the ultimate news team. And so I've got returning champions here with me today. The first one we're going to introduce is across the table for me. One of our favorite monorail cousins, Kevin from the Mouse Knows Best podcast. Welcome back. Yeah. Hello. Hey, Kevin. Caught in the Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> Basically assembling a team that brings a lot of different perspectives. You know, I basically bring the old man perspective. We've got Garrett for the the youth perspective. What do they call it? What, you're like the screen generation or something? Um, something like that. I don't know. And, and Kevin, you're an in-betweener. Millennial. You're, you're bridging that gap. I'm right on the edge of millennial, and I hate <laughs> it, by the way. And then, of course, bringing the grumpy old man perspective. <laughs> Excuse me. Is our fourth member of the Monorail crew today. It's Landon, the Dawes Dawn, godfather of Chicken Nugget himself. Yep. Hi, everybody. It's me, Landon. <laughs> yeah, thanks for the introduction. You're welcome. <laughs> I, and, and I kid because I love, but you're the one who brings the, let's say, let's say the real world, world. Can I say real world? The real world perspective. The sometimes. question is, can you say that I bring the road rules perspective? Ooh, I can't say those two things back to back. Yeah. That's a tongue twister. Mm-hmm. Real world road rules. That's really almost. You yeah, almost got it. That's yeah. Rough. Remember when they used to do the oh the challenge, the challenge. Yeah, and then they ended up calling it the challenge because even MTV's like, That's, what were we thinking? This yeah. is a terrible idea, even for us. MTV, the channel that thought yes, we should put pregnant and sixteen on all the time. Oh my god, what a train wreck! Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that show. People, well, exactly. <laughs> People love watching a train wreck, and and that's exactly what that show was all the time. Oh gosh, it's so cringe. Just even thinking of the premise of that show is cringy. I just want to say, back in the day when it was actually music television, I wouldn't say I watched it all the time, but at least it was pure. And then something happened at some point, and they decided. We get a lot more reviews from all this controversial train wreck kind of television. Let's just do that all the time. And now it is a reflection of our society. Yeah, it was car people my age. God. Thanks I, a lot, Kevin. I blame Carson Daly. Damn you, Carson Daly. <laughs> no, I don't know. Carson Daly seems like a nice enough guy. 
All right. What All are right. we talking about? I'll tell you what we're talking Garrett, about. Garrett, get, get us back TV. on track. <laughs> yeah. um, Disney. We're going to talk about Disney, and we're going to basically... Here's the deal, people. There are these stereotypes out there in the world that men... We're, we're not very good with the whole romance thing. I've heard that. Yeah, you hear that from time to time. Some people even say romance is dead. And I, I wanted to pound my fist on the table when I said that. I saw that. As a, uh, as a audio guy, good restraint on I, not pounding the table. <laughs> held it back. It was coming down and I caught it. But I'm here to tell you, I don't know if that's true. So I assembled a crack team today. And we are either going to prove those stereotypes to be absolutely fact. Or we're going to shatter the stereotypes forever. Because... We are going to discuss a romantic day, maybe even a romantic Valentine's Day in the Walt Disney World Resort. How we would build it, how we would spend it, how we would make the most of the opportunities Disney affords us to woo our significant others. That's what we're here for. Woo. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. that's the only thing I took away from that. As soon as you said woo, I'm out the door. Then we just go straight to Ric Flair. That's, yep. okay. that's okay. Let's start with this. I'm going to look around the table. What? makes a romantic situation let's let's start laying some foundation for in our minds when we think oh that was a romantic evening or a romantic meal or experience what are some of the qualities and characteristics garrett why don't you start us off what makes a romantic situation to you Mm, i don't know much about it what are your thoughts what just from what you know is there I'm, like a sexy guess, Fortnite dance that you particularly <laughs> like? No. Okay, no? All right. Um, I'm trying to raise a Casanova here in, the, in modern society, and I've got to... Come on. I, guess I have to have set some good examples. Okay, atmosphere. What about the atmosphere? What do you think? Hmm. It's hard. So I when I think of atmosphere, one of the things I think about is like dimly lit, right? Maybe with some candles. And speaking of candles, I got candles right here on the table. I'm just going to go ahead and light these to set the mood for us. Oh, Lord, it's a fire hazard. I am, I am literally lighting candles. I've got tea candles that are refusing to light on the table. <laughs> this one is giving... Oh, look, we got one. We got one. We got one. We're moving on to number two. So, Garrett, while I continue to burn the house down... Well, I'm not really with the candle thing. Like, uh... I don't think that's... You don't think candles are romantic? No, I don't. After all this hard work he went through to light these candles? I think candles are more like... For caves. <laughs> caves? Are you thinking of torches in Minecraft right now? No. Well, torches are in real life, too. What about music? Do you um, think music sets a romantic mood? Well, I mean, some of it does, but a lot of the stereotypical romantic music doesn't sound romantic to me. Okay. Why is it? You just think it's cheesy, maybe? Yeah. So this is interesting. See, this is why we've got this team together, because I wonder if some of this traditional stuff that we might think is romantic for the upcoming, the youth of America and the world, do they think that stuff is like cheesy? It's like a totally different thing now. Kevin, tell me what's romantic to you. Um, there has to be somebody else there. Oh, there myself. you go. A significant Well, other. it doesn't... Oh, never mind. <laughs> well, I'd prefer there to be somebody else there. <laughs> okay, touche. Okay. Um, yeah. Go ahead and go with the obvious answer there. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Food? Food. All right. Any, any particular kind of food? Chicken wings. Chicken wings. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I blew the candle. Well, uh, yeah, That's all right. Yeah. We're losing candles. Yeah, um, you killed the love, man. <laughs> probably Italian food. Oh, ooh, yeah. yes. I, I, I like that's cliche. I immediately go to Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. You're going to both pick up the same noodle and meet in the middle, right? Yep, exactly. <laughs> that's actually how me and Jay met. I've never tried that before. Every but. time I, I hear someone say that scene, I th- think of the video of the Chihuahua. <laughs> eating spaghetti and he hacks it up <laughs> that's 
What a wonderful thing to think about. <laughs> That's romantic. Chihuahua puke. Yum. <laughs> Landon, anything you'd add to the romantic foundation that we're setting up here? Mud wrestling. Okay. Mud uh, open bar. Open <laughs> bar. Um, alcohol. I'm going to take alcohol. Alcohol. Okay. Yeah. Lots of alcohol. Yeah, that open bar can have alcohol. In fact, I'd prefer if it did. Um, no, in all serious, uh, a lot of what y'all said, I mean, atmosphere, a good meal, good company. Uh, yep. Maybe for me, instead of Italian, it'd be like a, uh, like a ribeye or something. Mm. Nice glass of scotch. A big steak. Mm-hmm. Meat. Think Ron Swanson. And that's romance. Mm. Not yeah. not particularly Ron Swanson. I mean, Nick Offerman seems nice, but I mean, I don't think Ron Swanson is romantic. Oh, I don't know, man. I, I've seen some evidence to the contrary. I think he's a romantic guy. Well, I mean, I'm not saying he's not a romantic guy, but for me specifically, okay. does it say it doesn't, romance It doesn't move me. the needle for you. No. Okay, that's like, right. like the Nick Offerman, but not like that. Oh. I, I'd go on a date with Ron Swanson. I think I've come up with an answer. Okay. Like, calm. <clears throat> calm. Just to let you Peaceful. think. Peaceful. And, and talk. Uh, with each other. That's a good point. Yeah, you don't. Okay. Maybe you don't want to go to like a real noisy environment so that you guys can actually talk. Or maybe if it's like an awkward first date. Which, by the way, don't ever take a first date for Valentine's no, Day. Wait till wretched. after. Wait till <laughs> after. Come on. Seriously, <laughs> save yourself some money and a lot of heartache. <laughs> the men's perspective. <laughs> If you don't have a Valentine's and you're looking at the calendar, just call it what I'm calling it, Thursday. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, and the mountains. The mountains. Okay, nice. I like that, too. All right, very good. So that kind of establishes some of the framework around what makes something romantic in our minds, okay? So with those criterion in our heads, let's move it to the Walt Disney World Resort. I basically want to build, like, the perfect Valentine's Day spent at Walt Disney World. And I can think of no better place. But there ain't no mud wrestling. No, but there are shows. And, and, and that's what I took. Calm. It's not calm, <laughs> no, but you can not. find calm. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. But those are good points. Let's imagine that on this fantasy Valentine's Day with your significant other, whether it's Ron Swanson or anyone else, <laughs> that you have a single night that you get to pick at a resort. I want your all's opinion on what you think the most romantic resort at Walt Disney World would be to spend a night with your SO. Garrett, start us off. Well, I've only really stayed at two. But you visited some others, so I want to know... Hmm. And you said something a minute ago that made me think you might go a certain direction with resort. You said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So Definitely it, Wilderness Lodge. There you go. I, I agree. That's that's a good one. I think Wilderness Lodge is a very romantic location. Um, you could talk about the setting. It's It's got that Northwest kind of National Park feel to it. It's got a great lounge, Geyser Point, which there's your alcohol. Aha! Yeah. Winner. <laughs> I mean, you. it's got some paths you can stroll along right there beside the, the water. And I mean... Calm. Calm. Right? It is a calm environment. I like that. That's a good pick, Garrett. That is a good one. Nicely done. So, Wilderness Lodge. Landon, you want to go next? Probably the most romantic, I guess, uh, resort on the Walt Disney World property, Animal Kingdom. If you can get one of those uh, one of those suites right along the edge where you can overlook a balcony and see into That's the Savannah. Savannah. Oh, yeah. I love that. And even even if you can't get one of those rooms, the, the resort at Animal Kingdom, uh, the safari, mm-hmm. what's it called? 
So you can do the uh, the nighttime safari, like with the with the well, well, night I, vision and well, stuff. Well, I'm I'm just talking like like within the resort itself. Even if you can't get one of those rooms oh. along the edge, they still have those places that are open 24 yeah. hours a day that you can go exactly. and look at the animals in, in in captivity and stuff like that. They have those enclosures. So even if you can't get that quote unquote romantic room, you can still go check out animals. I, I love this because two, two things you said here stand out to me. One of them is the balconies overlooking the savanna. So here's mm-hmm. here's the calm we're talking about. You don't have to be out in the crowds. You can go out on your balcony with your SO. I'm going to keep saying that way because I'm trying to be inclusionary of everyone. Very 2019. Yeah. And uh, and you can go out on the balcony. You can view the savanna. And watching animals is a romantic yeah, thing to do, mm-hmm. honestly. So uh, especially, you know, if those animals are like, you know, just being calm, relaxing, enjoying some grazing. As long as they're not hunting. That's not very or romantic. Or dropping a load. Or dropping a <laughs> yeah. load. That's not. Ro- well, again, it's like, again, not romantic for me, but we're trying to be included. Well, Never mind. It could be romantic for someone. Yeah. All right. So we got Animal Kingdom Lodge, Wilderness Lodge right now. There's a theme. Kevin, what have you got? I see your geyser point, mm-hmm. and I see your watching animals. Yep. And I raise you one. All right. Of Trader Sam's. Oh. And watching the waves at, at the, the Polynesian Poly. bungalows. I thought about going Polynesian. <laughs> yeah. Not I just did the too. resort, but yeah. the bungalows. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can get even more your calmness. Yep. Um, you can wake up. You know, you have the window open. You wake up. Mm. First thing you see is Cinderella Castle. I mean, that's that's beautiful. That that is beautiful. You want to talk about how to end a night as well? You could go to your bungalow, watch the castle fireworks from your bungalow. There you go, overlooking the water. I mean that, and hey, the electrical water pageant's going to go oh, right, right by your bungalow. Mm, mm. Can I change my vote? <laughs> <laughs> I like this one. This one's very good. But um, you mentioned something that none of us mentioned: Cinderella's castle itself. I mean. Oh, the suite in yeah. the castle. Yeah, oh, I like, didn't think about like, that. If you, if you want to break the bank, isn't Boom. that kind of an option? Checkmate. Yeah, I don't know. Like, that, that's true. You almost could put it on tears and say, if, if money was no object. Okay, yeah. If money was no object and you were building the ultimate romantic evening, I think you go Cinderella's castle. Bungalows are in that category as well because mm-hmm. they are oh, yeah. uber expensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I think there are tiers to this. But I I love that suggestion. And Polly's one of the places I would think about. Now I couldn't take my particular significant other there because she might die by the pineapple. Air would kill her. <laughs> Welcome to the Paul. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, these are great. And so far we've gone with deluxe resorts. So I'm going to pull it back. So romance I'm- is expensive. If you learn anything from this, well, I'm all star sports. I'm going to give you another. <laughs> <laughs> the budget in across the street. I, well. <laughs> Could be. Could be. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah, romance is in the eye of the beholder, I guess. Um, <laughs> no, I'm going to throw one out there that I think is a really good option, and it maybe you can get it for a little cheaper than these deluxe resorts, and I'm going to say the Port Orleans French Quarter. Here's a couple of things. One is this t- this resort tends to be a little bit calmer because um, it's a it's a medium size. It's not, it's not as big as some of the other ones, so you've got less rooms. The other is the pathways walking between the buildings, like with the, the, the vegetation that they have there, all the, all the um, gardens and things is really, really nice. It's right by the water. You can hop on a boat and go to Disney Springs if you'd like to go for like a dinner or a stroll through there. And, I mean, beignets, that's romantic. Go get some beignets. They've got some good restaurant options. So... It's another it's another option on the table that won't break the bank, in my opinion. So I like that. Yeah, French Quarter. I'm going to put that one out there. So keep those in mind. We'll come back to this in a minute, and we're gonna we're gonna come to a consensus. It's probably Cinderella's Castle. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, checkmate. Yeah right. Uh. 
One of the things that you're going to have to consider on your perfect romantic day at Walt Disney World is that you're going to have to get around a bit because we're talking about the resort. How are you going to get to the parks? What parks are you going to be at? Are you going to spend all day at one? Maybe not because for the perfect day, you might have to park hop a bit. So I was going to ask you all your opinion. This one I did not prepare you for. So I, I totally understand if you don't have something to throw out there, but Let's talk about modes of transportation around the park, because I can tell you bus transportation is not romantic at all. Oh, clearly you're riding the wrong buses, buddy. That was my boat. (laughs) Seriously, thank you. I love non-AC buses the best. (laughs) (laughs) With people sweating and crying and mad. Oh, you really get to August. Beautiful. And and grumpy people behind you kicking your chair. Exactly. Oh, yeah, that right there. That's not a formula for a romantic day, so... If you think about, and, and one of these I think um, is not quite on the table yet because it hasn't opened yet, but if you think about modes of transportation around the park, do you think there's anything that would be more romantic than the other? What do you think, Garrett? Well, you know I picked Wilderness Lodge, right? so that boat. Oh, yeah. The boats, the boat launches. So I agree with this. I think boat rides are super romantic. There's there's an element of the boat ride. First of all, it's it's a cool mode of transportation that you don't get to do all the time. Also, bench seats, right? Cuddle up. No. That's perfect. At some point, you're going to end up, you know, rubbing up next to each other. That's right. There you go. Mm-hmm. Getting yep. close. Yep. Hopefully, you put on the deodorant for the day, right, Garrett? Your- <laughs> well, you're going to Walt Disney. You should have done that, regardless if you're going with your SO. That's true. Have some common you're courtesy. Right. Bunch of so, so boats. We think ultimate mm-hmm. romantic mode of transportation. I have one other thing I would throw out I have though. One, yeah. All right. What's yours? Mine isn't open yet, oh. but I would say there's nothing quite as romantic. As a non-AC <laughs> gondola <laughs> that you're stuck in for I love it. God knows how long. Exactly. I was going to say that, but I didn't want to steal your thunder, buddy. I wasn't. Yeah. And, well, I'm glad Kevin yeah. said it because I wasn't, I wasn't going to say gondola. You liar. I, I promise I've got something else. But I like this. Um, it gets the calm aspect. Here's the thing about the gondolas, though. And, and this is going to be the counterpoint to the one that I was going to bring up. If you're just a couple, you're probably going to be put in a gondola with another group. No. So hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, some there people you go. like that. Yeah. You know? All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I don't. But so that I'm photo pass. <laughs> Wait, no, never. Mind. <laughs> but one of the things that I would throw out there to you is because one of the things I think about with a romantic event is like exclusivity and the time to be together, just the two of you, right? I think years taxis. I think <laughs> I think the minivan service can make it feel a little more upscale, right? You get pick up at the bus stops. You get to ride just the two of you. You get put like right at the front of the parks you're going to. It's going to cost a little bit. It's not free like the gondolas or the boats, but it's a little bit of an upgrade to the experience. So, see, I was not going to go gondolas. I, I thought about it, but I didn't do it. Uh, no, I mean, and realistically, I probably wouldn't do the gondolas just because that non-AC factor <laughs> would, I'd die. I'd, if I had to pick one realistically, I'd, I'd kind of like the monorail at night. Okay. I think that's pretty yeah. interesting. As long as you're not in a monorail that has like 80 million right. people in The it. monorail was my second pick. Monorail. Yeah. Hey, listen, we're the Monday Morning Monorail <laughs> Podcast. I didn't want to feel like we were just being like a one-note show here, so I didn't want to throw it out there. If you're not going at park open or park close, yeah. and the monorails are, are sparsely populated, I think monorails can be very romantic. And you know, you always have the high chance of being stuck in there for hours exactly. at a time. Exactly. <laughs> because <laughs> I could break down. You might, you might have to bust a window out. Just so you, you get airflow. You air might flow. die. Who knows? <laughs> Those are always the best rides where you get on with like a 
0.5% chance. <laughs> yeah, this could be it. Sweet. Let's, yeah, let's roll those it. dice. This could be it. Here well, we go. I mean, that's kind of how it is for every mode of transportation. That's a good point, Garrett. Mm-hmm. Thanks for bringing us back to reality. We all take our own <laughs> lives in our hands. <laughs> all right. Now we get to some fun stuff here. Let's talk rides. And we don't necessarily have to do it park by park. I just want to throw out, basically, we're throwing on the table. When you think about a romantic ride experience in the parks, what comes to mind? And when we when we come back to this, I maybe want to pick like three or four of these as like the ultimate. So, Kevin, what have you got? Um, hmm. Nothing is quite as romantic as a nice long boat ride. And the longest boat ride at Walt Disney World is living with the land. Oh, so, you okay? You you surprised me here because I put one down that I thought you were going to say, which was I'm not going to say okay, it yet. I'll, I'll probably come back to it. Okay, living, I have a few. <laughs> living with the land, I like a lot um, because it is. It's again bench seating. It's a boat ride. It's slow and steady. It can be relaxed, and it gives you the opportunity to chat. There's, there's some dark room moments. There's some too. dark room so, moments. Hey. That's hey, we're getting close to like a tunnel of love scenario yep. here. Yep. yep. But remember, Walt Disney is always watching. They got <laughs> well, cameras hey, everywhere, baby. <laughs> hey, they're 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 not going to come around and, and tell you to make room for Jesus. They're all right with it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I it's the long. Uh, the bench seats are a little bit of a risk, but if you sit in the back, you can have, normally have like two. I've I've done it numerous times where it's just been me. And my significant other on yep. in the back. And yep. just hanging out. Just I us love two. It. Nobody else in the row. I love it. And now that they've got like the automated voiceover, you don't have like a skipper on the boat anymore. Um, you get a, little, a lot more awkward. A little, <laughs> a little more privacy. Yeah. Be like, sir, we can see you. Please put your pants back on. <laughs> oh, man. We have to stop the ride to seat Jesus. <laughs> yes, cast members will come around to your boat and lead you to go see the Lord. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, Landon, give us a romantic ride. Uh, my ride involves uh, being in the dark. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, strapped in a little, so if uh, you're into that. And also, nothing says romance quite like the smell of chili dogs being burped right into your face. Of course, I'm talking about the lovely and wonderful Stitch's Great Escape. Has everything. It has a story. Has has laughs in it. Uh, if 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 you you know are into once again, chili dogs being burped into your face. <laughs> Don't forget it. Don't forget um, the chili dogs. They're probably going to get scared, so they're going to want to like lean up next to you. Absolutely. Um, but again, remember, you're strapped in. Yeah. Maybe yeah, get a nice little squeeze hunts. of the hand. Yeah, there you, you go. Absolutely. So, I mean, yeah, that right there. And Walt Disney World it just stays completely <laughs> unromantic, and they've shut this ride down. So, uh, I mean, like, what? Yeah. what's up with that? Disney? Obviously, they don't care about romance, right? That's Clearly. why they shut Stitch down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Stitch is a Casanova. Everybody knows it. <laughs> he's a he's a Watch lover. The movie. Mm-hmm. He's a lover. He dressed up like Elvis for crying out loud, and he was the king. That's right. I agree with you. I, no argument here. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for coming to my TED talk, <laughs> Garrett. Give me your romantic ride suggestion. <laughs> well, I can't really think of a good one except Muppet Vision. Okay, and so tell me what makes that romantic. Uh, it's just like really funny, and mm-hmm. you get to hang out. Puts you in a good mood. You're laughing together. Yeah, I like it. It's relaxed. You're not scared. You're just kind of chilling out, watching a show in the dimly lit environment. Mm -hmm. That's nice. 
Save the Muppets. Hashtag save the Muppets, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or, everyone or, knows Kermit is romantic. He is mm-hmm. a ladies' he, man. He's been carrying that torch from his piggy for decades. Yeah. But uh, also, I mean, if you're if you're uh, kind of a voyeur, I mean, what's not a hotter than 999 uh, ghosts watching you and your uh, loved one in the uh, Haunted Mansion? So, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's, yeah, that's like that one. definitely on the list. Yeah. Here you've got a bench seat. You can cuddle mm-hmm. up close. And, and hey, at, and the, privacy. at the end of the ride... A ghost hops in the doom buggy with you, so yeah. you know what? It's an adventure for everybody. <laughs> I mean, you got that one part where you're going backwards, and who knows what's going to happen can't there? See you. Exactly, yeah. oh, hey. that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, the way the way that the doom buggies are created is they do create isolation, right? You, I mean, you kind of spin around. Sometimes you see other people, but a lot of times it's just the two of you, mm-hmm. other than the ghosts. Yeah, other than the, the other than the ghosts looking at you. Mm-hmm. But about uh, another ride that creates isolation a little bit. What's that? Uh, Little Mermaid. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have the whole kiss the girl scene. That's right. It's like, hey, you know, yep. what are you doing? Okay, that it's might right actually there. be an, a, a legitimate answer mixed <laughs> in That's a really good answer, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like that one a lot. Um, I'm going to give a plug for the TTA. Oh, yeah. Hmm. That's the quintessential okay. one. Because in my mind, when I was thinking about romantic rides, I was thinking, what comes the closest to kind of a tunnel of love kind of thing? And while it's not like you're going through scenes with, like, giant hearts and, like, kissing swans or anything, that's something that happens in oh, all the time, tunnel of love, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, swans just making out, they, swapping spirits. Swans are the, the, mm-hmm. the most prone to PDA, I believe. Um, <laughs> that's science. Maybe froggies going like your pet or mine. Uh, I don't know. There's not really any of that. But you go through some dark situations. Situations you go, you know, when you go through Space Mountain, it's dark for a long time. Um, when you get to go and check out Buzz Lightyear, it's dark as you're going through that tunnel. So you get the darkness. You can sit on the same side, or if you want to gaze into each other's eyes, you can sit across from each other, face to face. So you can do either one. It's a. It has its moments where it speeds up a bit, but it's mostly like a slow ride over Tomorrowland and. I mean, I just gotta, I gotta throw it out there. I, I, I think it's, I think it's a legit contender. Oh yeah, it is. Just mm-hmm. a fair warning though, when that is pitch black, there are infrared cameras that can see what you're. Okay, doing. so that's true. <laughs> don't try to be, don't try anything because maybe, they do see it. Maybe this is a good disclaimer. I'm not trying to encourage anybody to do something. I don't know that from experience. <laughs> well, that's disappointing. I was about to say we got us a saucy story. I'm. Just- <laughs> That's not my experience. I've seen. One. I don't. I don't think that ride is romantic to me. I think it's scary. The TTA. It gets too dark. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I guess that's tr- that's true. If you're somebody who really does I mean, have a fear of darkness, it gets I, pitch black. I like it, but like sometimes it's scary. I don't like looking at Space Mountain too much because it's it's just. Uh, it reveals like I feel safe on that ride because, because I can't, you can't see, see anything. Okay, and then I can, and I'm like, okay, now I don't want to ride it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Space Mountain does move at a blistering thirty miles per hour, so not a good ride to make out on. Yeah, but you're straddled in with somebody. That's true. That's true. You're straddling somebody. <laughs> That's true. Oh my! <laughs> if you want to put it that way, I mean, hey, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Garrett votes against TTA. That's okay. That's valid. I mean, and um, I, so so I say that one might be a backup. I really like the Haunted Mansion. I was going to throw out Peter Pan's Flight mm-hmm. a, okay. as an option because, the, again, you get to sit side by side. Mm-hmm. It's something where you can be kind of isolated, slow and it's movie. a nice slow movie. You don't really need to pay that much attention to it. Yeah, you've seen Peter Pan. Yeah. It's kind of overrated. You know, <laughs> whatever. <Whoa>. Hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> You're sitting in line for six hours to get on it, so you have enough time to get to know the person. He makes a good point. 
I have one other, well, two other dark horses. One, alien swirling saucers, just because it's going to sling you into each other. So there's a lot of body contact yeah. going on in this ride. And then you can share uh, share a trash can with the you could. With your SO as you both puke. Don't don't stop at Woody's lunchbox before hopping on the uh, alien swirling saucers. Yeah. But do stop at Woody's lunchbox because it's delicious. You could be sending subtle hints too. You mm-hmm. know, alien swirling saucers. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, girl, I'm just interested in that alien swirling saucer. <laughs> Well, that's a new T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are bold and, and make it an acronym. I, I, I say don't do it. Don't play do it. Play on, play on. <laughs> um, I don't know if that'll make the show. We'll see. <laughs> that's, that's straddling the line of what I've wondered. Yeah, I don't know if that's it appropriate. Could be in a, a blooper reel. <laughs> I <laughs> vote to keep it in. <laughs> um, Last one I was going to mention is the Navi River Journey. Oh, okay. I thought about that, but I've never been able to experience it, so that would have oh. felt like an empty vote and so, nomination. I forgot about that here, one. Here are some reasons why. It's dark. The boats are small, um, so there's a lot less people on them. You get to sit side by side. And for the most part, it's, until the end when you see the shaman, you don't really need to look at anything. <laughs> and then she's singing but to you. Yeah, that's right. The thing is, I think it's romantic because it's pretty. It is pretty. It's a pretty and it's a pretty ride. Kevin, I was surprised you didn't mention the Grand Fiesta tour. I was. I, I had more. Oh, I'm sorry. I, yeah. <laughs> Grand Fiesta tour was there. I can't. My three caballeros is close to my heart. Yeah, but for the same reasons, right? Oh yeah. You know, well, there's nothing more romantic than. Donald, Jose, and Panchito <laughs> singing to you at the end yeah. of the ride. I mean, like, that's the best part of the whole thing, you know? Do- if that doesn't is, turn you on, nothing does. <laughs> Donald is the most romantic <laughs> Disney character. Yeah, because he doesn't wear pants. <laughs> 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 that's a little forward. He doesn't. He doesn't. It's right. called Donald ducking it for a reason. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Anything else? Did we miss any, any more you guys wanted to throw out? I think we've got a good list. Thunder Mountain. Thunder Mountain's a good one. Um, I think Thunder Mountain at night. You know, if you spent the whole day with this person, and so I think you're at this point, you know, you should be, like, comfortable with each other at this point. Mm -hmm. And maybe no thrill. Like, if you had to pick a thrill ride, Thunder Mountain, and then, you know, you have the fireworks going off, time it right. That'd be perfect. And you're, you know, you're going to touch each other because you're sliding all over the place. Right. Right. Um, if you're lucky, they're going to like slide into you instead of you sliding into them. You got to sit properly. Yep. Weight distribution is a necessity. <laughs> you put a lot of thought into this. I have. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, it is a very loud ride, though. Yeah, it is very loud. Yeah. But it's, you got the fireworks going off around you, and you know you're coming around the curve, and yeah, that's a perfect time. Just I have to like cover mm-hmm. my ears when when I'm going up. Oh, it's the, the yeah going up the lift hills loud. Yeah, I agree. That just made me think of Splash Mountain, and I don't know why I didn't put that on the list. I like Splash Mountain because it's a longer ride. Um, you get to sit side by side, and you've got the a couple moments where, actually, there's several drops, including the big one, that might, you know, she might want to, ah, grab hold of me so I don't fall out, you know, mm-hmm. she or he. The S.O., as I it were. Hey, or, or other. Or the other. Yes, the other. Yeah, but then you're walking around the park with, so, or with, with, with wet socks all day, and that is the opposite of romance. <laughs> That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. So that might eliminate it right there. You don't want to get wet, but uh, I, I just otherwise. Or if it, do you? You might want to. That's what she said. <laughs> okay. I, I'll, I'll wait. I feel like we need to back out of this. 
<laughs> Jay's like, where can I make a cut We're, in this? We are already towing the line. <laughs> this is going to need be. <laughs> are we doing parks next? Uh, we're going to do that last, just overall r- r- most romantic park. The, because the next one I want to talk about is is restaurants. We already talked about like meals being a romantic element of a Valentine's Day. So let's just talk about a dinner, most romantic dinner you can think of. Stop cheating. He's <laughs> looking at my notes. <laughs> I was looking to see if you had the same ones that I did in my head. Um, all right. So let's start. Landon, you can kick us off for most romantic meal. ESPN Zone. <laughs> oh, yes. The Dan Patrick chicken tender platter is to die for. <laughs> That's that's about cut the show. Yeah, <laughs> game over. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing tops that. Now, like, I wish I had a fun answer, but as I was telling y'all guy or y'all's guys before we started recording, um, I had a moment of clarity where I almost started getting into a uh, yelling match with a cast member because I'm like, wait. I need reservations for restaurants. This is an amusement park. This isn't you know some place in like New York City. So I like. I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I'm going to go get more whiskey. <laughs> All right. Garrett, what have you got? Chicken guy. The, yeah! the chicken, chicken guy. guy. My man. So that's a quick service. So that's a good option because I don't have any quick service on my list. So chicken guy, most romantic meal. Because guy. Guy, guy Fiari is there. And you can, you know, get the 25,000 sauces and try them together. Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri is there, maybe. Guy Fieri. The chicken looks like Guy Fieri. Yeah. So, okay. He's watching over you. Do you think any of the restaurants that we have eaten at would be a romantic place to take somebody? Hmm. What'd you come up with? The sci-fi dining one. Okay. I think Because that's, that's like stereotypical romance. It is. It's going to a drive-in, right? And if you sit in the cars, you get to sit side by side. And you get to, you've got a show going on. You've got a meal. I think that's a good option. They've got some cool drinks there. And I don't think Sanaa would be good because is that what's called sana uh because i'm stuffing my my face with a hamburger pod no satuli canteen i don't know what sana is then sana's the one at the animal kingdom lodge where we got the bread service and we were looking out the window at the savannah remember oh i don't remember anything about that except the animals there was like a bird that was hanging out right outside the window staring at us while we're eating oh and that was awkward the wacky bird (laughs) yeah that's like yes. eating bacon at the Crystal Palace while Piglet walks around. That so, just yeah. seems like an aggressive move. <laughs> I don't think uh, it would be romantic at Sanaa because I would just be looking outside at birds and, and giraffes and stuff. Yeah. I wouldn't be paying attention to anything else. All right. Fair enough. All right, Kevin, what have you got? All right. So my significant other really likes alcohol. Okay. And Mine too. <laughs> and so she also likes Stitch a lot. Um, so there's a couple places that I could go. Actually, when we were planning our trip, she said the one place that she wants to eat at for sure is Ohana. And so I would go to Ohana, mm-hmm. you know, make sure that she's happy. Yeah. Gets her stitch, you know, dosage in there. All good. The stitch fix. Yeah, gets mm-hmm. the stitch fix. Stitch fix. That's a box <laughs> club or something. <laughs> um, if I had to pick one for myself, though, I've never eaten a California grill. Okay. And that's, that'd be, you know, if you time that perfectly, you have the fireworks going off. and. Yep. I've heard the food's really good and the atmosphere is amazing, and that's the one that I would choose probably yeah. is California Grill. Yeah, it definitely was on my short list for sure. Yeah, um, it's a long short list. It's a long short list. <laughs> <clears throat> I was hoping we'd knock some of them out. It's it's interesting. Actually, we've gone in different directions than what I had on the list, but California Grill's on there, and uh, you made a really good point. 
we're talking about our idea of romantic situations, but one of the things you have to keep in mind is what is your significant other's idea of a romantic situation? It's, it's a team. It's a team. <laughs> yeah, and so and bringing in Ohana because you know that that's what she would like. Man, see, Kevin, Casanova Kevin right here. It runs in the blood. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so that's perfect. Good. That's a really good suggestion. Um, well, if we're truly thinking about our significant other's best Valentines, I'm my own significant other. So the ESPN zone truly yeah, romantic, romantic Win night for you, her. especially yeah. if it's during the NCAA basketball tournament, like it was the last time I was down at Walt Disney World. Quick sidebar: I was walking around Animal Kingdom, listening to Tennessee play Michigan on my phone, and my girlfriend was furious at me because the entire time we're rock walking around animal kingdom standing in line for everything and there i am on my phone listening to bob kessling get, keep me updated and you were just probably mad well yeah tennessee lost the it game i was day. pissed yeah. that ruined the trip that's a trip over here. this is <laughs> this is not a romantic suggestion i'm guys. never going back <laughs> all right so again yeah i my short list is not so short but i'll try to keep it short i'm going to narrow it down so if, if i'm taking kevin's advice and I'm going to take my significant other to a place I know she loves. I thought you were going to say if I'm taking Kevin. Then I was. Oh, if I'm taking Kevin. I mean, not a significant other. If I'm taking Kevin, gross. we're going to California Grill. Oh, oh I am yeah. jealous now. If I'm taking Landon, we're going to ESPN Zone. Yeah. If I'm taking Garrett, we're going Sci-Fi. Dude, yeah. let's be honest. If you're taking me, we're just going to a gas station that sells beer. <laughs> hey. No, if you're, ta- if you're taking Qual- me. Quantity, not quality. <laughs> Probably Satuli Canteen. Satuli. All right. If I'm taking Garrett, I'm going to Satuli. If I'm taking my wife, we're going Morimoto. There's no debate there. Well, duh. We're going. <laughs> we're going Morimoto. I'll I, change my answer just so I can appease your wife. Exactly. Yeah, it, I've recorded with you guys three times, four times. Every time. That, it, that's like he's got to say Morimoto. It comes up. <laughs> it comes up every time. So, you actually missed the house rules when you walked in. One must yeah. say Morimoto. So that one has to be number one on my list. But if I'm if I'm gonna put some others out there. So if we're talking top shelf, ultimate money is no object experience. You got to go Victoria and Alberts. It's the only five five diamond AAA restaurant on Walt Disney World property. Um, again, that chef table experience would be amazing. Where you actually sit in the kitchen, the meals prepared for you. You get a wine selection. I don't think you can top that. But also. Bring your wallets, and they better be stuffed full of old Ben Franklin's. But if we're staying like in the parks, I threw out Le Cellier as a good option. There's your steak, mm-hmm. um, that cheddar soup. It's delicious. That's a place that I've been a couple of times. I love the environment of that place. It, it really does feel like you're in like a cellar. It's nice. It's it tends to be a little quieter. It's low lit. It's nice. It's a good experience. Plus, you get some delicious steak. If you want to go a little cheaper than that. Then I was thinking maybe not chicken guy, but uh, but maybe be our guest, and maybe you could do it at lunchtime. So you could <laughs> because you could it, it might be a little noisy. Some people say like the main room of be our guest can get a little noisy when it's like the counter service. But but maybe if you're in like the West Wing or something, that can be nice. Although Kevin seems to what dis- do you think, Kevin? Oh, <laughs> gag. Okay, that's what I think. Sorry, I didn't mean to get to the microphone. I mean the atmosphere is cool, but the Food's not great. If you're gonna, you're buying the meal, you might as well get good food. Like. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm just trying to think of like tiers here. Yeah. What I mean, about this one? Yeah. For me, my favorite meal today is breakfast. What about a character breakfast? A character breakfast, but I'll say not a buffet. 
Okay. It would it would need to be maybe maybe the garden grill would be good. Oh. Okay. See, like like I didn't I didn't know there were like different tiers of character breakfasts well, and stuff like this. It, all, it, it, it's, it's been like thirty years since I did. They're that. all big bucks, but okay. but the difference is. I'll encourage you to go back and listen to episode 42 you know of I don't the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. <laughs> we were talking about some of the differences. Um, you've got a lot of the character breakfast are buffet situations, and it gets chaotic and noisy. And, and, and with ki- yeah, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ones where they bring the food to your table, like Ohana, uh, Garden Grill, maybe uh, uh, Trattoria Al Forno was another oh, one that was yeah. brought up. That would be a pretty good um, place to do a character breakfast. And, and that way you've got some cool character interactions, but also you're not having to get up. Oh, Kevin's got one. Storybook dining. Oh, at Artist Lodge. Yeah, yeah. With you have you know that's perfect. You have the way that the the way that the lights come down at dinner and yep. the all the characters are there, and then the way that the food's brought out on the that's that really country. The food where the food comes. <laughs> Dude, you live in East Tennessee. <laughs> just just lean into it. <laughs> the way that the food comes out, like on the little lily pads. Oh yeah, like. That's really good. I haven't done that one. I haven't either. I've seen pictures. Yeah, that sounds awesome. But it does sound amazing. And and, and the Evil Queen interaction yep. would be so cool. Um, you'd be able to order that uh, poison apple um, And the drinks drink. are really good. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good one. And it's at Wilderness Lodge. Is so the, it's another good is option. Is the poison apple the same we got? Um, From the candy cauldron? The one I'm talking about is a drink. It's oh. an adult beverage. So, yes. Well... I, I'd want to order something like the candy apple. Okay. Share a, share a nice dessert. That's something I didn't even really think about, Garrett, but that's oh, a good point. That is a nice romantic move, Sharon. Look at yeah. you, Garrett. See? It is in your blood. Play on, play on. I'm going to stop saying that, I promise. <laughs> um, yeah, so <laughs> going to light this last, last candle that Kevin blew out. It was an accident. <laughs> it's not your birthday, dude. <laughs> All right. I wanted to wrap it up just with overall... If you were going to pick one park, what would be the most romantic park? Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. Air high five, give me one. Okay, so like I said, my significant other really likes alcohol. Yep. And there's only one park that really has a great section of alcohol. Yep. So I'd have to say Epcot. Epcot's bringing it with the alcohol. Mm-hmm. I, my, I think these are the two. But I would say, I think Magic Kingdom is a sleeper. If it's for me and I'm like... You know, forget you. Uh, my, this is you know, you're buying it for me. Yeah. Then it's Magic Kingdom every day because I want to see those fireworks. At yeah. Night. Yeah. 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 But you know, if it's me buying for her, it's like all right, I'll, whatever. We'll go to Epcot. I guess we're yeah. gonna stand in seven or stand in line for seven hours. Go see Elsa. Yeah. I think. <laughs> I think the um, maybe the the go to on this would be to say to like drink around the the world in mm. World Showcase, and I was. I wanted to avoid that, but honestly, like it, you don't necessarily have to make it all about drinking. You can stroll through the countries, walk back through um, Morocco. Yeah, and she loves Pokemon, and so she has no idea that the Japanese pavilion has so a giant thing of Pokemon. Yeah. And so when we go, she's gonna be like, <gasps> like "Hey, yeah, I did this. That's right. I did. <laughs> I gave you this. Yeah. I made the Pokemon." Uh, but you know, you get to stroll through France. I mean, there's Italy, like. All of it. All of it's all of it can be very romantic. A nice stroll around the countries. Animal Kingdom is good because first of all, I, I would think unless you're going in Pandora, 
crowd levels are going to be a little lower than what you're going to experience at Epcot typically. You get nice strolls on all the different tracks where you get to see the animals. Mm -hmm. And you get to interact with birds and stuff. You get to interact with birds. You can go ride the Kilimanjaro Safari and potentially... That safari is so... Potentially see the birth of a giraffe. I was going to say, (laughs) we talked about that in the news on my radio show. We talked about how um, a uh, giraffe gave birth to a baby giraffe in front of a cart of people. So uh, I think we just found out what the most romantic ride is because (laughs) uh, romance does literally happen. The miracle of birth it's except, the circle of life except the bridge part because i thought it was real at first the the bridge you thought the bridge was really out yeah we were going down i thought the we were with the with crocodiles <laughs> with the I'm, bridge that leans yeah mm-hmm. i'm just really surprised that nobody said nothing is as romantic as seeing a half done park with a bunch of construction like what? Check the studios? I mean, you're <laughs> that's that's not romantic to you guys? <laughs> like what? I mean, nobody did say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and it, even when it's quote unquote complete. I don't think Hollywood Studios is going to be a place you're going to think of for romance. Think about the rides we threw out here. Mm-hmm. We didn't mention anything from Hollywood Studios. Unless we didn't mention Love Star Wars. Yeah, we didn't mean well, and I do love Star Wars. <laughs> that, that that is a Valentine's Day for me. I can just go cry in Galaxy's Edge all day. Yeah, that's that's going to turn into dude Valentine right there. <laughs> but what um, Steven Tyler isn't romantic to you? It's like I'm sure he's super romantic to your mom. <laughs> To your mom. To Sci- your mom. Sci-fi is in studios. Oh, you're right. We mentioned the restaurant. That's a good call. So thanks for keeping me honest, Garrett. But uh, Because I, I was unsure. I was thinking, is it in studios? And then I was like, it's in the same park as the as the Tower of Terror. Yeah. Because I remember my experience at uh, Sci-Fi Dine, Dine and uh, Drive-In. Oh, yeah. Sci-Fi Dine-In. Because Dine all you yeah. could think about was we, we told... We're so terrible. We're the worst parents in the world. I know. I've heard the podcast. As I have clearly established on this podcast, (laughs) before we ate at Sci-Fi Dine-In, we told Garrett that we were going back for a second ride on Tower of Terror. So he spent the whole meal just worried and nervous. Mm -hmm. I I like the Tower of Terror now, but that was... I I really didn't like the heights. Yeah. Um, Oh, we mentioned it. We, so yeah, it was. We 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 have well established that we're terrible parents. Well, and, and speaking of uh, the Tower of Terror, right up until the point where the Twilight Zone element is introduced, the whole aesthetic and setting of that ride—it's kind of old school romantic. It's that nineteen yeah. twenties yeah, right. like glitz and glam Hollywood, like yeah. you know the bigger than life stuff. So it's like that could be romantic again. Yeah. Like like then I said, right up until death. the point where you cross over into the Twilight Zone, but up until that point, just so romantic. <laughs> All of it scared me whenever I was little. Yeah. Just looking at it from the outside. Hey, dude, sk- er, uh, alien terror, extraterrestrial, <laughs> everything. I was a, I was like a teenager. That like terrified the crap out of me. So, <laughs> I mean, it's called the Tower of Terror. Yeah, it's in the name. I, I like that. If we were going to talk most romantic cues, I would throw the Hollywood Tower of Terror in there, Hollywood Tower Hotel, because mm-hmm. you're, you're winding through these gardens. Yeah, they're they're in disrepair, and it looks like everything's kind of old and but broken down. But it's so playing nice. playing this old, like echoey, mm-hmm. like music that just it can kind of set that mood, and you are getting those kind of anxious feelings about the ride, and maybe you know you're you're having a chance to. To kind of talk with your SO and and uh, enjoy that that ambiance just a little mm-hmm. bit. I, I think that would be a contender when it comes to Q. Yeah, yeah. I've just thought of the least romantic ride. What is there. it? I want to hear it. That uh, prehistoric dinosaur. Yeah, oh, dinosaur. <laughs> the the one where you're on the 
the spinny. Oh, Primeval World. Primeval oh, yeah, World. that thing. Oh, my God. Uh, no, Dinosaur is great. Don, you like dinosaurs, but you're talking Primeval World. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I think that's the least romantic. That's a good one. The yeah. body wrecker, as I like to call it, because you just get on it and be smashed into people for two and a half minutes. Yeah. Calling uh, your chiropractor after. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. That, that kind of sounds like a dinosaur's name. Yeah. Kind of does. And then an actual dinosaur, the ride you're, uh, we're talking about, you're chased by the Jerkosaurus, which, <laughs> which I mean, like, that that at the very end, like, I'm a full-grown adult, I'll fully admit to it, when he comes charging at the at your cart at the end, like, raises the blood, blood pressure a little bit. <laughs> Not going to lie. No, I like it. It's a giant dinosaur. All right. So let's really quickly build our most romantic Walt Disney World experience we possibly can. We're gonna we're gonna try to come to a consensus on some of this. So first of all, let's let's talk resort. We we threw out some really good options here. I think I think we all were really on board with the idea of the poly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was I was going to withdraw my nomination because I said I came up with two and Polynesia was my second one, particularly the bungalows. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. So I think Kevin, I think you're you you came up with the best suggestion. Congratulations, Kevin! You win the bungalow. Thank you. Well, I think Wilderness Lodge is a good second option mm-hmm. in my yeah, opinion. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So so Polly or Wilderness Lodge. I'm going to skip the modes of transportation because that was just kind of silly. But well, if and, you can ride a boat, do, do and it. And we all obviously know that the yellow taxis of the wonderful city of Orlando, Florida, are the true winners. Yeah. Um, you never watch a pine in the bat. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's like a box of cereal. It's a meal and a surprise. <laughs> so, uh, most romantic rides. I, I thought we had a, real, a lot of really good options here. I really like the, the uh, suggestion of living with the land. I thought Haunted Mansion was another good one. And then I'm, I'm going to argue that TTA should be yeah. on here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Okay. I agree. All right. So that's a good list. Romantic restaurants. Th- this one's going to be a little tough, I think, to narrow it down to, to one. Um, but, oh, man, I think with the element of the the fireworks that you could potentially watch with a really good meal in the background i i don't know if you can beat california grill if you're going to go for like a resort meal i I think that's really good so far kevin is really the main contributor yeah i'm noticing i'm getting shut out what what's up with that is there zero love for the kenny main quesadillas at the espn zone well how about this for for most romantic park let's say animal kingdom what about the dick vitell onion rings But, They're uh, unbelievable, baby. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We're done. Good night. That's right. I don't know if we're going to be able to top that. So, uh, so now here we are. Uh, you be the judge. Have we smashed stereotypes today by proving that multiple generations and point of views of men can come around the table and <laughs> and four of us combined can come up with a romantic day at the Walt Disney World Resort? What do you think? You think we did it? Yeah. Survey says... Bing. Potato salad. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Garrett's on the fence. I think we did a great job. I think we did a great job. I had fun regardless. (laughs) This this was very fun. This was a good time. I really did enjoy this. I hope you all did too. And by the way, everybody out there, you're welcome. That's right. That's right. And also, also, this is a podcast for the ladies. For the ladies. But fellas, listen closely. That's right. You don't... Wait, no, never mind. Got your back. 
<laughs> We're looking out for you. Nobody's boys. picking up on my tenacious D reference. Y'all are the worst. Sorry. Dinosaur is the most romantic ride. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, it's all about going back and, and saving that Allosaurus. And getting eaten by a... No, you don't get eaten. You get chased by the Also, we're not saving an Allosaurus. We're, one of the di- dinosaurs we're running from is an Allosaurus because they are very aggressive. Well, what do you save? It's, it's, a, it's, it's not a real dinosaur. It's yeah, the one it's, they made up for the ride. It's an arachnoid. Arachnoid? <laughs> no. Okay, this ride just got way more scary. Oh, yeah, a spider. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, that's wow. the least romantic thing yeah. we could say. Go ahead and drop the meteor. Wipe that planet off the face of the earth. We are not bringing back prehistoric spiders. <laughs> oh, is that a thing? Prehistoric I spiders. hope sure, not. I, I, they had to come from somewhere, right? Hell. Like the mosquitoes. <laughs> Like the mosquitoes? They still exist in Australia. Have you seen some of the spiders out there? Dude, everything in Australia will kill you. Like, a can of Coke will fall out of a tree and attack you. Yeah. A, a sentient can of Coke. <laughs> Do a Google search for drop bears. All right, so obviously... Alador and Iguanodon. Iguanodon. Yeah. That's what it is. Well, I'm glad somebody decided to look it up as opposed to just talk about prehistoric spiders. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> After I said Arachnoid, I was like, I gotta redeem myself. That puts us, that puts us back, back on track. Um... So, obviously, I feel like we did a great job with this list. I would love to hear from you all and let us know, like, what makes a romantic day at Walt Disney World for you? What are the rides? What are the restaurants? What's the resort? We want to hear it all. You can interact with us and give us your feedback at Morning Monorail on Twitter. It's a Monday Morning Monorail on Facebook, and you can email us mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. All of those things are great options, and we would love to hear from you, and thanks so much. And I just want to say really quickly, by the way, episode 42 of this podcast in five days became our second most downloaded podcast ever, only second to... The switcheroo skidoo with the Dillos Diz. Hmm. So, and it may end up passing it at some point. And and what that means is, I need to thank you all because obviously you're welcome. We're spreading the word. Mm-hmm. People like you all, the the people that are listening to the show, you're getting the word out there. You're bringing people onto the monorail, and there's still plenty of room. So please keep doing that. Rate and review us on iTunes. I got all my plugs in, so now I can clear the way I'll, for you all. I'll plug you to my 15 followers. <laughs> Thank you, Garrett. I appreciate that. And where where are you gonna where where will we see Garrett spreading the word of the Monday Morning Monorail? Uh, my my Twitter is embarrassing because it was supposed to be Gummy Bear King, but yep. instead it put Gummy Bear King two, and I don't know, I didn't see it. It oh. like just appeared out of nowhere. But yeah, it's Gummy Bear King two. Okay, on Twitter. But and we're coming for you, Gummy Bear King one on Twitter. But what about Garrett. your what about your YouTube? Uh, it's Gummy Bear Games now. Gummy Bear Games. You can see Garrett streaming some of his new gaming from the Xbox One, playing yeah. Sea of Thieves. I'll probably be streaming that a lot. Yeah. He actually, he finally got some doubloons, guys. He didn't have any for a long time, but now he's got a couple. Well, grats on that, dude. <laughs> yep. Kevin, where can we hear from you? Um, where can you hear from me? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> um, <laughs> the mouse knows best every Sunday. At TMKV Podcast on Twitter. Um, Mouse Knows Best on Facebook. Uh, Instagram? I don't think so. (laughs) I think they're on Instagram, but I don't have Instagram, so I don't know. But go ahead and plug it anyway. Yeah, you can just search it on Instagram because it'll pop up. (laughs) Um, And then me personally, at Double O Kevin. Hang on, don't quote me on that. You might come up with somebody else. Are you still doing the Geek Vibe Nation? Yeah, uh, you can read my things on Geek. Read my things. Read my blogs on Geek Vibe Nation. (laughs) (laughs) Read my things. (laughs) You can read those things that I talk about. (laughs) 
<laughs> I do it occasionally, every now and then. Yeah. Find some good quality Game of Thrones content. Nice, nice. Um, That's coming back soon. Uh, yeah. Oh, we're, we're we're like approaching sixty ish days once uh, this podcast posts. But it's it's sixty seven from Tuesday, yeah. so whatever the math is. But hey, don't get me started. <laughs> so uh, there is an underscore in there, by the way. It's double O underscore Kevin. There you go. You would have found somebody else. Yeah, don't go follow that dude. He sucks. Who wanted to find one to have my name? It's okay. <laughs> At least you're not double O Kevin two like Gummy Bear King over here. <laughs> it's okay, I, I don't think King. there is a Gummy Bear King one. <laughs> yeah, you I've got searched, ripped off, man. And there isn't one. I. It's just I'm yeah. Gummy Bear King two now. Yeah. You should at Jack on Twitter and tell him to fix it. <laughs> That's right. Uh, call uh, what was the dude from MySpace? Oh, Tom. Call Tom. See if he can help you He's out. He's not doing much these days. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. We're not friends anymore, but I assume we're <laughs> Tom, forever in my top eight. Twitter.com slash Landoz, L-A-N-D-O-Z. Wait a minute. L-A-N-D-O-Z. Please go follow me. Landadone. I'm the best. Landadone. Not the rest. Hey, hey, hey. All right. Uh, that's where you can find the latest from me. 280 characters at a time. I also host a website for some reason. Buttmunchchips.com. Buttmunchchips. Sit on your butt and munch. That is where at one point I did post podcasts. Uh, that's where you can find the exclusively posted Game of Thrones talk, a.k.a. Got Talk, where myself and Hunter East break down each episode of HBO's award-winning season seven of, H- of uh, Game of Thrones. We did just make reference. We're like two months away from it coming back. I'm going to try and make Hunter come back for Game of Thrones, but if Hunter ends up being a jerk, Kevin, I'm tagging you in. I'm in. I haven't even talked to you about this, but we're doing it. <laughs> I'm in. I All love right. this. I love Good making deal. the deals on the podcast. Uh, uh, I also uh, host a, uh, once again, for some reason, a wrestling <laughs> podcast near Fall Radio that's gone dormant for like two months. That was co-hosted by uh, yours truly and Justin Krutzinger. And stuff has happened in wrestling since we last recorded. But life has uh, had a way of happening, uh, Jay, with his move down south. And me, I am now back on the airwaves, 6 to 10 a.m., Monday through Friday on News Talk 98.7 FM, locally here in Knoxville on The Phil Show. If you're not here in Knoxville, be sure to listen. And on the News Talk 987 app or the iHeartRadio app available in the iTunes store, and that is The Phil Show, NewsTalk987.com. Yeah. That's why I let you finish it out. That was like professionally. He's, done. He, he's <laughs> got it down to a science. Quote unquote. He's got it down to a science, and he has like, you know, he's actually on the air getting paid, so he's, you know, maybe the most credible um, plugs. Yeah, I was got. able to trick somebody into giving me a radio or uh, giving me a paycheck for being on the radio again. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, but uh but lots of great content from all of our monorail compatriots here today. Next week, I, I mentioned it on Twitter and I just want you all to understand. We're going to have some different shows coming up for you over the next several weeks. Exactly. This is the point where we where we debut Ultimate Universal Talk or Not going to (laughs) happen. We are not getting in the business of Universal. We're sticking with Disney. But next week, we're actually, I'm going to go ahead and let you know what to look forward to because I think it's a good one. We are bringing on Nate and Serena, DVC duo on Twitter, and we're going to talk all DVC all the time. They've been owners for like 25 plus years. They they love it. They take advantage of a lot of the DVC um, events that happen. And we're just going to basically... Here's, here's my ulterior motive. Bring them on just to kind of seal the deal with Sam and make sure that we're DVC owners in a very short... That's smart. You, know, short you are time. drunk with Disney power, man. Thinking ahead. Yep, that's right. Um, Disney is just going to be our lives now. It, it already is my life. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's going to be even more. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, just wait until you move to Florida, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and then a couple more surprise episodes coming up. I guess you all know about the Mouskers. I hope that you show up for the Mouskers. Yeah, you should. Otherwise, we're going to have a bunch of seat fillers sitting uh, where you should be. Yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to hire a bunch of seat fillers for the show. Um, we've got the nominations. I'll be sending out the, uh, the voting forms, the official ballots. Those are what those are called. Um, coming <laughs> You've up, put a lot of work into this, dude. I, I've put a lot, and I hope it pays off. And then we're going to have a really special episode to kick off March. So Why'd your voice get really high? Because, you know, it just goes up He's there. Is that to indicate how special it is? It's Captain Marvel, isn't He's it? Mickey She's the guest, isn't she? Oh, my God. Bri- oh, oh man. You didn't tell me this. Yes. So <laughs> I will not confirm or deny. <laughs> I will. I'm denying it now. I'm gonna <laughs> let me let me tweet at her and see if she's available. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this has been a lot of fun, guys. Um, thanks so much for tuning in. Interact with us throughout the week on our multiple social social media accounts. Have a magical Monday and a great week. We'll see you next time. And happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings and please watch your step as you exit. (laughs) See y'all real soon.